0: There we are, that's the last wicket taken <laughs> Waitie Waito 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 It's a good job you told us to get out here and watch a bit of cricket does, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs>
1: Turns in cycles.
2: Hi and welcome to Honor Pair, it's
0: three friends talking about the game they love, the team they follow and the meteoric rise of our boy Gareth Roderick, we told you he could play. As always, I've got my good friends with me making sense of the wonderful world of Worcester County Green Club. Peter Stonberg, hi mate. Hello mate, how are you? I'm really well, you can tell,
3: I'm jacked,
0: aren't I? I am pumped. I am pumped, we're so modern. <laughs> Daryl Butler's with us as well, Daz, how are you Tiger?
3: Hello, mate. Sorry, get d- distracted there, Jim. How you You're doing? Distracted. I oh, was. Well, sorry, something distracted me. I'm of cricket <laughs> You're over in the distance. I just look. Yeah. If we sound a bit
0: echoey, it's because the acoustics aren't great. And the reason the acoustics aren't great is that look, we haven't sold out. Maybe we've sold out a bit. I don't know. But we are in the Ian Botham box at Worcestershire County Cricket Club. It's day three of Worcestershire versus Nottinghamshire. It looks like we're going to wrap this up before lunch. Um, we're on a jolly, boys. This is weird, isn't it? It is weird.
3: It's great fun, isn't it? I know. We're like giddy <laughs> schoolboys. So um, So exciting and warning.
0: Can I just mention, though, that Daz nearly didn't make it today. What? Nearly didn't turn up.
3: Why? Had a little bit of an accident last weekend, didn't you, Daz? Oh, I did, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I did. I got stuck. What? I got stuck in a cave, Jim. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm a big boy, but... There's a lot to unpack there.
0: You got stuck Yeah, there in was a lot cave. to unpack I when mean, they were you, trying to get
3: me out to be fair. Total <laughs> cave
0: dweller. Right, okay. <laughs> you're gonna to have to
3: explain this let's put the cricket on hold what well me and Pete run a stag do uh, down in Wales in the Breckens. and um, on the Saturday morning the activity was this sort of caving experience climbing through these uh, little tunnels and things it's all good fun and I'm up against there, the rapids and, and what have you and then we get to this uh, sort of um, inlet and it's quite light. you can stand up it's, it's, there's nothing wrong um, and he says "Right, we're gonna go through to the next part of the, the, the cave uh, there's two ways round there's a little walk through basically which is you know you're just crouching down and you go or you can go through what's called the letterbox which is this basically little hole in the wall <laughs> and it's about 12 inches wide and he's, he's looking at us all and i said well, you know, i'm pretty big and he says no no he said i'll get you through i'll get you through well, he lied. <laughs> <laughs> so are we talking like full-on Time. cartoon character-esque?
0: Your your backside is one side, your head is the other, yeah, and people of, are
3: just shouting it. I'm I'm arms, heads, garning, got to back my chest. Oh, my arms are flailing one side, my legs are flailing the other side, and then the right. bloke has to come back round. He's Tim and his mate, grab me by the pant leg and have to haul me back out the other I, side.
0: I'm not big <laughs> in confined spaces. But you kind of want to be there for that, don't you? That's incredible. Does I mean, it's as long as your anecdote
3: about the awkward run-out situation on the last part, but it's <laughs> certainly more entertaining. Goodness <laughs> me, the
0: slightly disturbing idea of... And it had the same Darryl, effect on my back as well. Daryl Butler's rebirth. Oh, anyway, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, well, well, on that alarming visual image, let's do the news. Right, let's start with personnel then. So, first thing that most people have noticed because he's playing today is that uh, Matt waits on loan from Yorkshire. He's joined us, of course, next year for three years, but he is now playing the last two games for the season with us. Uh, Bowled all right as well. so... Um, and if Waite, you had an opportunity to get out of Yorkshire, you would. I'm sorry, like, harsh but fair.
3: <laughs> can, can we just just talk about his? I think it was the third ball of his first over yesterday. Go on, we can't go without mentioning that the old triple bounce no ball. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Did you yeah. see that? So not so good as good <laughs> Yeah, triple bounce, and then the batsman just
0: went. I'm having that. I having that was it. me, wasn't it? <laughs> There's an element of schoolboy cricket with it. But it's, it's great
3: though because it no, it just you know you feel a lot better about your own lack of ability when a professional does it. So yeah, true that. story. I'm second
0: over, that an absolute, absolute peach of a delivery. Yeah, absolutely. Jagged back into the batsman, yeah. took the top of off stump, like Beautiful. So the, the ridiculous to the sublime. So. Leach uh, he's uh, having another baby so Joe Leach isn't knocking about so kind of makes sense if he's coming here anyway fair enough uh, has name Pakistani fast bowler Has name is a has been no sign of him he's not playing for the rest of the season no um, I do have an update on that it was mentioned I believe at the members forum yesterday apparently he had the option to come over for the last two games but they decided it wasn't worth the cost to fly him out um, makes sense but why sell him as the answer to all our problems when they knew he was going to be called up for the Asian Cup? Or there was a high likelihood. It's just, it's bizarre, isn't it? But it is But bizarre. But, and, you know, the end decision does make sense. Why spend yeah. the money? I think if we were somewhere near the top, if we were in second place, they'd probably go, yeah, uh, bring him back, yeah. Um, right, okay. Yeah. It is what it is. The exciting world of the Worcestershire overseas player decisions. <laughs> it's been an interesting... <laughs> yeah, that's a polite way of putting it. Um, right. Um, Azar Ali he's signed a new contract he's back next year thoughts yes. on that boys? yeah I love it um, had a tough start didn't he but scored some big runs in the first part of the season in the end um, but from what I hear uh, and you hear the players say he's had a really big impact in the dressing room Yeah, really had a, a positive impact on the younger yeah. players seems like a big character um, doesn't seems it? to and I think it's what we said before as well about he seems to have bought in to Worcestershire this is the yeah. only thing Wayne Bravo didn't do exactly right. he's bought into being here and he's back next year and it's love really, it really good point he has not ingratiated himself with, with the fans he, they, they put that social media video out early on in the year and he just went and signed every one of the kids bats and shirts he's a good dude people yeah. like him and people who want to be here and got a bit of class will take that all day long so we're happy with that as well um, and the other bit of business um, was the open trials yeah. I think it's a brilliant idea absolutely fantastic we've seen with the likes of Ben Gibbon who's come from admittedly national counties but if you come to Worcestershire you've got a chance we'll give you a shot you can improve yeah, it I'm cash, cash is another example yeah, yeah. Called...
3: yeah works in other sports why not cricket just...
0: well I'm, as you boys know I'm a big NFL fan and in that world like college football they have a thing called walk-ons so if you're not if you don't get a scholarship to come and play they have a walk-on week where you can just join the university turn up in your kit and it's open trials and people Brilliant. end up making it yeah, the percentage chance is really really small yeah. but if you can find a, like a, a rough diamond that you know that you can coach to somebody that's going to be a good player not only have you um, you've done your due diligence you know, am back to front they'll be invested in the club and that's what we like yeah. so yeah we love a bit of that the other positive thing about it great video that the club put out um, some interviews with people who took part um, and anybody who took part sounded like they got some good feedback from the coaches you know, so if yeah. they don't get signed up, they go back to their clubs, got things to work on to be a better player have the shop next year. It's just that, it's that community engagement. It sounded like they came, I say community, but it sounded like they came all the way from Scotland, some of them. Yeah. So, yeah. came far and wide, and yeah, I, I think, why not? What have you got to lose? And then they go back to their clubs. You do, the more and more you do this, they go back to their clubs and say, Worcestershire will give you a shot. You, you want to come down, come and chance, literally chance your arm. Great. Because yeah. then that spreads. And there's nothing there's no bad pr in that at all is there no and if you get a player or two out of it super uh so uh, boys that's the news unless we've got any more for any more uh, just a quick one for me uh, director of cricket update um oh of course yeah. yeah they were saying yesterday there's been 33 applicants shortlisted down to seven not all of them prominent cricket names there are some though of, of good cricketing pedigree um, but it sounds like they're scouting far and wide to get the right person and they hope that person will be in place by December. Okay. There we go. the speaker for the King of Spain, wasn't there? So there was a few articles saying the King of Spain, Ashley Giles.
3: Is he in the running, is he doing?
0: Apparently, I, mean, I don't I reckon... know about the shortlisting, we're not important enough to know that sort of thing. But you'd imagine, given the fact that he had a role with England, yeah, he was yeah, part of the Warwickshire set-up when they were winning plenty. I think he was talking to Warwickshire as well, in fairness.
1: I mean, he's... he's, he's an entire, he turned an for his He was around, he, when, he,
3: when he turned... When he took over at Warwickshire, they were in a bit of a doldrums, weren't they? Yeah. They, they were struggling in the one-day stuff. Struggling in the Red Bull. I think they got into the second division and uh, he sorted them out, didn't he? So.
0: He's not going to win any entertainment awards when he in a speaking. But a man of pedigree who knows the game yeah. inside out and I think based on various conversations we've had on this pod over recent months, he's someone, I mean, ideally of a cricketing ilk that has pedigree and that can just calm things down and and we know exactly who's in charge and who's doing what and where the buck stops and Absolutely. it gives you a little bit more confidence I I'm think. less bothered by the cricketing factor I think if you've got a good uh, experience in sporting management like, like Clive, Clive Wood, Wood, Wood. or that like, if we had if, right be honest with you, if, if I said Clive Woodward, director of cricket would you be on board with that Oh, you know how you put it haven't you. Well, look, by my own logic, logic, then I'll have to yeah. say yes. Yeah, he's the ultimate in yeah. um, that sort of sports psychology, elite level athlete. and uh, great man manager and all those things. He nearly got the Southampton job, I yeah. think, didn't
3: he? So we go for Clive Woodward and um, Pep Guardiola as director of cricket. Oh, look, I don't know if Pep Guardiola has
0: never heard of cricket. <laughs> if he's available, take him. Take him. <laughs> I mean, the dude just wins. I don't know. I reckon Mourinho down the road would be really? a good, good giggle. The, I mean, imagine the Manchester United with Mourinho. The of the, oh, the bickering would be unreal. Yeah.
3: Also, we'd be we'd be just part of the buzz. We'd be thirty for naught at the end what of the day. The Jeffrey got?
0: <laughs> Yeah, Part of the yeah. buzz. Part the roller. That's what it'd be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Part of the roller. roller. Seventeen for none off fifty. I uh, <laughs> think he's a solid. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah. less less impactful. French would be. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, c'est bon. Less of that. No more Mourinho nonsense. Apologies. <laughs> My dubious impressions continue. Uh, right, any more for any more on
3: news? Well, one more uh, bit of breaking news. Bit uh, of, breaking, a bit of news. breaking news? Actually, this morning, the ECB have put forward their proposals for the new structure for 2024. So it's going to be voted in yet, but this is what they're saying. The Red Bull stuff, down from 14 games a season to 10. Right. So what they're going to do is a first division of six. And then two second division conferences of six each. So I thought they might go for a second, third division approach. But they've gone for two second divisions. And the player, uh, sorry, the winners of each of those two conferences will play off at the end of the season to take the one promotion spots into the first division with one team getting relegated. Not sure uh, about
0: that. I mean, I, that's, I I mean that is literally brand new. So it's hard. I, I don't know how... Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel. I mean, in theory, I think three divisions would
3: have made more sense if you could have cut it. Yeah, but the
0: thing is, when you, if you're a if you're a Leicestershire, for example, who had a really difficult decade, and you know that you're just going to spend the next five years in Division Three, the the problem with making a, that leap, or uh, well, making that distinction, is attracting overseas players, um, keeping young players because if they're playing Division Three cricket, they'll be not be playing, they won't be considered for Test cricket mm. because you're not playing against the best team bowlers in the country. Um, I, the conference thing I sort of get especially if they regionalise it a bit but it's, how do they do that how do they structure it each year because you are in a world think, where think, some so counties just never play each other
3: yeah absolutely I think you have this well that could be the same with, with the division sort of, couldn't it but um, I think you could have the same problem with Leicestershire. year they've not only got to win the league they've then got to win a, a one-off playoff probably in September sometime with a load of rain around to actually yeah, get promoted it's I think there's actually more likely for them to win a 10-team Division 3 you know a county like that and, and get into the second and, and see a bit of progression because, Yeah, way. then
0: because yeah one game it becomes a coin toss just yeah. someone has a bonkers day
3: or it's like yeah. it's massively rain
0: affected and you're you know say you're in Essex and you've got the best spin bowler in county cricket and you've been brilliant all year and then it's yeah. played in September on a mud bowl and you that's that's the best yeah. player basically yeah. so yeah I'm, I hear that what it also yeah. does is by saying there's six teams at the top and there's one relegation, and you've got to really earn your spot to get promoted, it basically is saying we're going to ring-fence it's, it's ring fence fence the big clubs yeah. as best we can. Yeah. And I understand that in terms of quality. I'm not I'm not against making the top division really tough and at test grounds per se. It just, I mean, I'm it all for, right for one-up,
3: one-down, to be honest. In a 16 division, I've got no problem with that yeah. being one-up, one-down. But make a, a second and third division surely, and then your second divisions you've got something to play for at both ends of the table. If you've got two conferences, the bottom end of two divisions, you're going to have nothing to play for. Yeah, the, the it, concern is
0: that it doesn't actually alleviate the problem of dead. Dead does it, again. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the problem. But in terms of does it promote the best versus best culture? Well, yes, it does. So I, I can see merit in it, but I'm not. I'm not on board necessarily. It feels- it feels a little bit to me like that's the it's the precursor to a breakaway league where you keep the counties, but in the same way you have a Premier League and then you have the football league. Yeah. And then it'll end up being well, if you play like a test ground, you're in the Premier, in the league. Premier league. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And so. then it becomes them and then everybody
1: else. And again,
0: the, I, I understand that. I see what they're trying to do because they don't want to get rid of counties because there will be absolute hell to pay yeah. if they've been off a counter. Just to clarify, that are they just proposals
3: or is that the definitive? This is the proposals. It's got to be so, voted in by, I think, 12 of the 18 counties. So we'll wait and see. And that'll be for 2024. So that's a season away, yeah. So.
0: Oh, sorry. sorry, I'm chuckling because you two are like meerkats cats trying to watch the cricket. I was you were avoiding talking to me. Right We've got the best seats in the house and can't we're currently chatting, chatting, chatting about PCV. Chatting um, we should point out actually this morning, uh, Dylan Pennington's bowled beautifully, isn't he? That really snorter off the shoulder of the bat to get the first wicket in the day. Yeah, I don't know, know Jim, was I was on. doing tech admin and a You wouldn't. Hang on a minute, I'm going to take yeah. a picture of this. because I need to take a picture of this because Peter's in his element, right? He has got all kinds of tech kit going on. He is our um, engineer for the day, which is sad. Anyway.
3: And we go back to the ECB proposals then. So that's, uh, that's the Red Bull stuff. One day, the, the 50 over stuff, the one day cup, that's going to take place in April. Okay. So it's going to take place in April. So you'll have the full complement of first class players, which okay. is a bonus. So it won't be clashing with the 100. And they're also looking at bringing in a knockout with the minor counties. FA Cup style, like yeah, yeah. uh, the old CNG trophy style. So I'm all in favour of that. I'd rather it wasn't just in April, but kind of everything. Yeah, I mean, and what I would say, I carry I, We really love the knockout competitions. We really love
0: having the I say the, the national counties or minor counties yeah. involved. Absolutely. It depends how they structure it, though, because if you get knocked out in the first round, will there be other cricket going on? Is there a concurrent competition? Otherwise, then there's a big gap where there's no. I'm really nervous about the idea of having big chunks of the season where there's no cricket being played at some ground mm-hmm. but I mean it's a pretty yeah,
3: yeah, well we'll see what the format is with that um, T20 would reduce from 14 games to 10 and that would be played in a block from May to July end of May to the end of July
0: I'm alright with that I think there are too many T20 games yeah
3: I think that is a big source <laughs> there are for us there are for us yeah. Yeah. yeah we might in the, the fourth, fourth game team. of the season we just
0: want two see how it goes and then yeah. maybe do another two it's alright yeah. can we do it in installments no. yeah
3: um, a little bit of a concern with that for me is the T20 is the biggest income for the counties in terms of individual matches so they'll be losing two home games a season yeah um, I mean
0: it's, it's a fine line isn't it because I, 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 T20 cricket generally and i seen saying on an international level I find myself caring less and less about it because there's so much of it. Yes, I know what you mean. If, you, if it means that you're losing two home games, does it mean the other games will be better, better supported and be more chance to be a sellout? Possibly, What's the fifth? You know, the, the it depends if back. they
3: try and fit them all into a two-week period like they did this year. If, if they spread them out a bit, then I think you've got a much better chance of them being better supported. But then, but you know, you can... Re, you I can also re, think... You that can it, get
0: that your revenue back by... Um, promoting it properly, yeah. putting it on the TV and getting money that way, getting your best players in the finals day, and making that a bigger event because it generates more money, which you can then Correct. assimilate down into the counties.
3: It'll be interesting to see what they do with it as well. If they're bringing those ten games. They haven't said how they're doing it. So if they are keeping the sort of pool system, then that would mean we go back to the more regionalised divisions where we play Warwickshire, Gloucestershire, Somerset, uh yeah. Morgan, and all the local counties. Rather than just Warwickshire being our only sort of local game, so potentially for more away fans to come in as well. So yeah, we don't mind a bit of that. That would well, be a good, good thing if, uh, if that does happen.
0: I feel like I need to say this because we are at New Road in the Ian Boken box. The cricket is literally just over there. I mean, uh, a Daryl Butler top edge <laughs> away <laughs> for, from the the benefit, <laughs> road. for the benefit of the tape. Jim's pointing at the pitch. I, I just I clarify that with a Daryl Butler <laughs> top edge away. Um, and we haven't talked about Worcestershire really at <laughs> all. So, so um, uh, right, are all done with the news, boys? All done. OK, news done.
4: And now, this. It's sometimes incoherent, but generally quite brilliant. Daryl's worst to watch.
1: Should we
3: start with the second 11 this time? We started with the women last time. You're yeah, Excellent stuff. So we've been three games since the last pod. Uh, 29th of August, we took on Gloucestershire. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a bit of a thrashing. So we scored 539, batting first. <laughs> Rehan Idavelath, 164, and 129 for Coxie. And then oh, that
0: bit. He sounds like a game as my character. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> <it? laughs> I never watched that game. No, not no, 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 It really no. sounds like I have never watched it either. Talk so we're <laughs> authorities <laughs> on it. What film
3: did you tell me to watch at the end of the last part? Slumdog Millionaire. Yes. Oh yeah, I watched it. Yeah, yeah, I did watch it. Okay, and how did you yeah. find it? Boring. Okay, brilliant. Okay. Um, Mark Camo's job's safe, isn't it? Gone. <laughs> well, on. hundred eighty-seven and two hundred and fifty-six. Well out. Ollie Davison, your man there. Jim, yes, d- uh, the left arm, slow left armour. Took five for to sixty-two in the second innings, including a very sharp caught and bold. Nice uh, low down to his right-hand side. One hand. Thank you very much. So. I'll tell um, you what,
0: bowlers are always great off their own, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I've noticed that. People, who, a people, who, who,
3: like, uh, people oh. who in the field, even on the boundary, will just stick a vague ankle out as if they're making a half effort to try and stop the ball off their own bowling. One-handed dives, they're getting on the, the body on the line. Off your own yeah, line. it really annoys. Right. Them. Okay. So second's going well. Second's going well. I played Lancashire on the fifth of September. That was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they only made sixty-six overs in that one, so that was that was a draw. Rained off, and then. Um, Twelfth of September there was a another rain effective match actually against Hampshire down at the Rose Bowl. Uh, Worcester made 370 and Sam Perry, who's a trialist, uh, he's playing for Cheshire. Uh, he made 108 for us over three days on and off for the rain so <laughs> well, i was going to say boycott-esque but if it's rain fair, yeah it's it it 241 balls but he, he got there um just about 10 overs before the end of the third day
1: <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <man>. <laughs>
3: so um hampshire made 30 for northern declared overnight to set them out south needing 344 on the final day and they chased it with uh, just three wickets down actually so they won by seven wickets throwing nick gubbins he scored yeah. 145 for hampshire in that one so uh a win, oh, a loss wow. and a draw since we oh, last... Uh, yeah he was, yeah he is. A win, a loss and a draw anyway for the second since uh, since the last pod. Uh, bit of
0: everything lovely it's stuff. Is that like was to watch? Let's
3: talk about the women. Okay. The yeah. rapids. They had a Westminster uh, Cup final, do you remember? We were talking about the uh, yeah. Westminster Cup. They made the final, they played Cricket Wales, and unfortunately ended in defeat. Um, Wales scored 143, Flora of 5 for 16 off 10 overs. Career best figures for her.
0: Um, well, look, I mean, uh, we, we were trying to watch that and the, the feed went down we got really annoyed because Sparks were in charge of the feed. I mean, Wales were like 78 for no
3: wicket, weren't they? That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah then yeah, 75 um, for nought they
0: were. And then, Bertie yeah. and Old Hammers, I don't think Hammers is a nickname, I've invented that. I like it. Jess <laughs> Umby, the two of them came on and absolutely controlled things. Yeah. What a brilliant... I spoke tandem bowling really yeah. I was they were super Sitting together yeah. and every time we yeah, were looking funny. to refresh because we could' not get on a stream wickets are tumbling but I was just of hell it like was it. it was good watching it old school like like I was on Cfax right? yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> but constantly
3: refreshing it but yeah I was actually playing that day not far away because I was in Latworth yeah. and they were playing I think uh, Moseley, Mosley wasn't it Yeah, yeah it so. was
0: just such a shame wasn't it because you you felt like the runs had to come from the top
3: top three we are five players out missing seven, seven. seven, seven yeah.
0: so I, yeah. when you factor in the, when you factor in Glen so yeah so it, the women's records came up a little bit short having yeah. hammered where, Cricket Wales in a the, little in, bit yeah, of, yeah well, a, nice like, we, big shout out to the youngsters I was just about to say I mean some of them, literally in school mm. I mean I feel like I'm 112 now because of these teenagers coming through and opening the bowling for a, what is now a really good women's side Yes. Yeah, so absolutely. Huge, big up to the uh, to the youngsters who are stepping up yes. and filling yes. the yes. boots of some really experienced and top end women's cricketers. Oh, they nearly got
3: there; they only a ten runs short in the end. Yeah. So it was um, mini Car and Holly at the end, one hundred and eighteen for nine, got up to one three three. Car was doing a, a great job, short. wasn't he? Because yeah. it was, I
0: think, it was like seven off fifty six or something. But with wickets tumbling, she yeah. stayed there and was just, if I can be in range for a, you know. And I'm there were really some really leg by bi- like... the uh, number 11 came in, scored some runs, and there were four leg bys, I think. And we were like, they were 10 away, yeah. and I thought, oh, they're gonna do it. Also, I just want to say on the social needs, the when well, the, the wicket updates, the delivery stride photos, <laughs> they're always funny, whoever they are, but some of them are absolute gold. Like, Mondi was in the in, like, both feet in the air, taking up, and they look just superb, always mm-hmm. good fun. Yeah. Super fun. fun. yeah, I've seen me in my delivery stride, I look. All kinds of wrong. The least okay, elegant thing. I've seen not, you not in your delivery have I know, know are wrong. I, I asked for that. Um, so yeah, women's rapids At least has got a picture of you stuck in a cave. That would be... Even worse, <laughs> <laughs> but no, great, great effort. And another great tournament for them. Yeah, and absolutely. In the yeah. long run, I mean, they were the best side in that competition as well. In the long run, giving those youngsters a run out and a taste of serious competitive cricket. Yeah. No bad thing.
3: Chloe Hill is... We'll be playing in the Rachel Hare Flint tro- the RHF Trophy Final, as we renamed it last yeah. time, it? <laughs> for the Southern Vipers. Um, she took a catch and stump in in the semi-final. They had a six-wicket win over the Stars, and they play the Northern Diamonds at Lords on Saturday. That's the Sunday. 25th. Sunday, is it? So whatever the 25th. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday, sorry. Sunday, yeah. Uh, Corrected.
0: Um, look, I mean, Chloe's uh, she's finished the season really strong, because she went out on loan to Vipers from, um, from the yeah, Spartans. She's, yeah she's having a good time with it. 99 runs in two innings at the G.S. Bowl can't argue with that so you've got a, a 43 and a 56 night out I think lovely job averaging basically a gunshot yeah. under 50 she, she says she likes being there uh, she likes batting there but it'd be interesting to know whether she likes being there because as you know <laughs> it's a horrible the place so can you uh, can you find <laughs> out can we blast. find out from her whether she uh, actually likes the G.S. Bowl the overly expensive self dispensed beer will always taste nicer when you've got a half century true. and a big win under you. Yeah, true. So big up Tommy Hill who we'll hear from a little bit later on in the
3: show. Friend of the show, Tommy Hill. Uh, <laughs> talk of the games I wasn't at. Central Sparks, <laughs> Pete. Yep. What do you want to know? how they get on? You tell me? No idea. No, no come com- battering. Yeah,
0: comfortable win. Com- absolutely comfortable win. Um, I can't you remember now. Well, I mean, first, <laughs> first of all, I, was, I mean, as far as new ace, was also having, I mean, really well represented with women as rappers. Yeah. Yes. yes. So it was yes. the middle order, wasn't it? was, was, uh you had Millie Holm, you had Sarah Glenn, Boyce, Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. So, great partnership between Arlo and Glenn. It was, they, they were batting wild sparks and they were going on at a decent rate, but they just kept losing wickets at key times. Yeah. But and Arlo powered it yeah. uh, and then Glenn... Uh, she, she tried to destroy the ladies' pavilion, title by time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, was, which was good fun, uh, but those two...
3: Dismantling um, gender segregation, ball by ball, <laughs> like,
0: just <hitting> <laughs> I'm all for that. And then they just blew them away with the ball. Was there a hamper? There was a hamper. It's oh, fun. we went to Hatch for breakfast beforehand, that was, that was good. Yeah. I was at work, so I caught the back end of the game for context. I wasn't part of the hash oh, okay. extravaganza. Um, just a tired and confused middle-aged man came to join Pete and his mum for a beer and a natter excellent. and see the Sparks cruise home to a regulation wonderful then. excellent stuff there we go I right
3: watch done
0: superb right well done Daz we got there um, so uh, there have been a few games of cricket for the first 11 we're not going to do a deep dive on it because to all intents and purposes the season was done for us uh, some notable performances though to so the Glamorgan game since we last spoke to you a straightforward draw first innings they made two nine five Penny and Gibbo both got a four for which was pretty handy the notable thing though was Worcestershire reply four hundred and fifty four for nine and our boy Rodders Gareth Roderick and it's what a renaissance because hundred and seventy two not out his highest first class score yeah his first ton for Worcestershire. Man he looked good as well And We weren't in great shape He had that the backup Barn got 75 Leach got 87 So people stuck around for him But that was majestic Wasn't it Super He's yeah. been threatening it for a while He's had a good He's had a good season He's made useful contributions But Daddy 100 Big up uh, Another draw We played Sussex Not long after um, They made 220 In the first innings 4 for Leach 3 for Gibbon Who's turning into a real asset Left armour uh, and then well, she went big again 438 for 5 so 98 for Pollock but most notably champion um, Libby who's been quiet this year daddy 100 215 so he's turned up um, so that's what happened you know that already but we feel like contractually obliged to acknowledge <laughs> these things so some standout performances but the games themselves didn't really count for much you felt like we had to win every game so the main point of this because we sort of hinted at it in the last episode that the cricket is genuinely winding down in terms of significance, but there is a very, very, very important trophy up for grabs. Well, there are a couple of trophies up for grabs. We'll get to that shortly. But the first things first the Chaminda Vars, our player of the year, the iconic, the career changing, the life changing. I mean there is an award ceremony at the end of the year at the club and you can win all that kind of stuff. But yeah. this is the one that is I the one you want.
3: Or is it? Because we gave it to Jake Libby last year and he didn't have the best seasons this year, sure, did he? he? Daz, you can't we
0: can't do a chat about the tremendous arts and you suggest it's cursed. He actually did have two brilliant years. He was the best opener in the yeah.
1: whole country for <laughs> two years. We gave him an award.
0: And it dropped off a bit. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I fair that point. point. Oh, dear. Maybe it's just a case that he's achieved the pinnacle. So
3: mentally, he just needs yeah. to reboot this year. That's true, yeah. You yeah. so again. When,
0: winning when the, the Vars, where's your
3: motivation? Yeah. So oh, you you really, you mean, when was you're the current good. holder of the Chiminder Vars. That's a great shout. On the flip side, though, we sponsored Roderick this year, and he's had also had a, a change of fortunes this year, quite dramatically.
0: You're sounding maybe... more like Clarkson the weeks gone. In the <laughs> world, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Pete. I was a last week. That's a good, that's a good point, right? Since we sponsored Gareth Roderick I'm getting sick of seeing our logo on all the official stuff. I know, stuff. yeah I'm bored of it now. He's been a monster. I'm not saying it's us that's done it but it's kind of... Pete, have you got any numbers for us? No, I didn't know I had to. Pete? Uh, no, he's got uh, 447 runs uh, in seven matches um, and he's averaging about 80 because there's a couple of hours in there, yeah.
3: So, maybe our sponsorship is the sort of the opposite of the curse the... Uh, so they could sure, if up. you win the tremendous,
0: Bars, you do. Yeah. If you get the Honour Pair sponsorship, your career. So we is going have to basically yeah. each year we have to sponsor the winner of the bars. That's what. That's oh, no. Does that just too, cancel out? Wow. Okay. I mean, heavy lies the crown and all that business. Right. So to the Trimmer Bars because this is important. So we're going to figure out who our Player of the Season is. Yeah. And last time out we had a kind of rough idea. There's been a few games since, so we felt like uh, Jack Haynes for his. Um, improved form multiple hundreds really strong campaign uh, Dolly, same reasons good captaincy, lot of responsibility, very watchable Red Bull side yep. this year compared to last year and then Ed Barnard who just found a way to make 10 contributions particularly with the bat, we see it in the Notts game actually, that useful forfer on the second day to really rattle through the lower middle order of Notts Has anyone else come into the conversation?
3: I think Roderick's got him now.
0: Well, I all honesty, he's, he, he's another. Hun- he's got a hundred, a couple of stellar catches I, to I, get Joe Clark. In well, ways.
3: yeah, but yeah, the first one particularly. What I catch that was his glove work has been absolutely immense. I was sort of under the impression that he was going to be a you know a, an able deputy to, to, to Cox, but I'm oh. watching him at the moment. I think is he as good a gloveman as Cox?
0: Well, I mean, oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, sure, not, I'm not sure, sure is, but he's not but far he's, off. Really, he's better than we thought he was going to be, isn't and it? he can that boy back,
3: bat man. with. He can bat man. He can bat man. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> With regards to
0: the VARS, I think, I'm, obviously, like everyone, I'm delighted to see Rogers succeed. I think, by virtue of the fact he didn't play much at the T20 and he didn't play at the start of the first class, I don't think there's been enough cricket for him to warrant winning the VARS. But I think his 172 is definitely a champagne moment oh, alongside yeah. that, that catch. So, certainly put himself in the mix, but probably, I think, he's, it's a late surge. I think you're right, Pete. I think it's just come a little bit it's too late. Early. Yeah, yeah, because I suppose, it yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I mean it, scoring big hundreds in the county championships really hard. It, just, it is really difficult. Mm. But I think when the games really matter and when games are on the line, that's where you really sort of earn your money, I think. In, in Chimini-Miles' Stubbs, I think you're right, Pete. I think he's just come a little bit too late. Yeah, well, I think you're right actually, he,
3: because he, the, the big hundreds from uh, Barnard and Dolly earlier in the season were more yeah. important, weren't they? In, in the context of the, the, the season. Yeah, I think so. There's,
0: there is one player um, ju- again, probably just full short, but Pennington. Yeah, yeah. a solid, solid year. Good second half to the year, especially. Yeah, he's, he's got to be
3: top of the bowling averages, has he? He's say
0: taken most wickets. Um, I think forty wickets before the few he took today. Um, comfortably top of the charts. So I don't think he's going to be caught cool in that regard. Do you um, know what he's taken as well? He's taken responsibility, which I think was sort of um, the thing about the first half of the season is that it was Joe Le- waiting for Joe Leach to make a breakthrough, and he leaves the attack, and that's why. I mean, Joe Leach, I think, would be in this conversation if he not fit long enough, yeah. but we know Joe is, is who he is, and he hasn't played enough games really, but when he's played, he's been useful. But the other Penton, I think, the second half of this season has led that, you know, has been at the forefront. I think what's going to let him down from the vast perspective is his T20 blast campaign. Um, yeah, I think that's... But then to say he, he was a, a struggler in a team of strugglers, so it's yeah. nothing nothing personal, but I think it, his T20 form is probably going to rule him out of the chat, but I think he needs to be acknowledged for having a good season. I think you're right, mate. I think that we, we expect he was so good last year. You got our champagne moment last year, didn't you? That, that fourth row heading Oh, yeah. He just fourth p- Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think fair. Be, I, I think it's reassuring that he's been so strong. He's finishing the season strong. Yeah, because I'm uh, still having little worries about... Um, you kind of want your bowlers to pick themselves. Yeah, she feels a little bit now with um, Gibbon, who's been great, by the way. It's really developed. Yeah. We're three furs, 4 furs, Gibbon and Josh Tongue and Leach and Pennington feel like a really, really good bowling attack. Just a shout for Gibbon, because...
3: He's yeah. given us something different, hasn't he,
0: as well, Gibbon? He's given us something different, and he's played... Uh, I think six or seven first class matches taking 19 wickets in your first season in first class cricket yeah. so he's not set the world alight but that's a good return that's a solid return for somebody so, who's just starting. out and also he doesn't to an extent he doesn't have to because well, we were talking about it back in the last year is that we just needed a variation we desperately needed a left armour a really good quality left armour gets us somewhere near the top given it isn't that top end he's learning the game but what he does as that left armour is that ball moves back in, LBW's in play, if the ball holds its line, outside edge, and if the ball moves in either direction, he threatens both edges of the bat, and batsmen have to think about a different trajectory, a different delivery point, yep. and it means that you just don't get set in that right arm um, fast medium mindset, and just—if that's where you just bat all day. So he doesn't have to be a world-beater to make a difference at the other end for other bowlers. He just gives batsmen something else to think about, but I yeah. think we've seen he, he be- in the past couple of games he's really showing his value. He got three for against Sussex in one innings. He got four for against Glamorgan. He did well again today. And can I just yes. say, he's got an exceptional post delivery wiggle.
3: He, <laughs> yes, does he, little, he does that little shuffle from side <laughs> to side, which
0: just amuses me every time I watch him. I think it ben could be the difference in those, those
3: games where we're trying to take or, or teams are trying to bat out against us it could be the difference in those sorts of games because like you say the monotony of the sort of right fast medium
0: there's also the fact I mean, look, we don't know what seeing ceiling is saying. he could end up doing plenty we don't know there's also the fact that to an extent not minor counters the national counters those fast bowlers generally speaking are used to bowling long spells mm. so yeah. what we've seen is when the new ball wears off and it gets a bit soft and um, it gets easier to bat quite often, is if you've got someone who's got a good repeatable action, um, he's a strong lad and he can bowl 10, 11 over spells, which is, if he can keep it tight, that's really useful for a captain. Yeah, Especially I mean, when you have to kind of manage workload of fast bowlers. When, because as uh, as has been noted by various players throughout the season, that various points have become a lot easier to bat on English wickets in countercreen. So, who knows what he'll end up being, but right now it feels like we've got a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, anyway, anyway guys, just quickly, speaking of uh, good <laughs> ones, congratulations to Joe Leach on 400 first class wickets. Yeah, man. consistent. It. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring it back <laughs> to the tremendous bars because we've got to make a decision. And I'm just yeah. going to lay it on the line here, boys. Is anybody going to pick Ed Barnard to this? What do you think? Because he's, he's my pick. I, I still think there's a strong shout for Haynes, um, overall he scored over 1,000 runs Haynes, he had a really good T20 campaign before it was curtailed, led to him being called up to the 100 so therefore he didn't play in the one day cup. Um, he's just short of Barnard in terms of runs in first class but he's played 15 games less this year in total in terms of you know all availability because Barnard's played for us consistently. So I think there's a real shout for Haynes but I think what tips it for Barnard is he's been really good with the ball this year. So not only is his batting stood up at six, but his bowling, has, he's just had a really good use. I think he's one of three players to have taken over 40 wickets in I, total. I think there's an element of situational cricket here as well, though, because Haynes has been great, and he's, uh, but he's he scored runs when the going gets good. He has scored runs when things have been tricky as well, but I think Barnard has done more of the hard yards. Yeah, I think yeah, they scored more of the hard yards. They do different runs. jobs. Um,
3: I think, I, think I, I mean my shot was going to be uh Vera for similar reasons. I think he has dug in, particularly at the start of the season, Dolly when the going was tough, uh, standing up to being the captain as well at the same time, um, doubly difficult job. But it hasn't quite done enough with the ball to take it off Ed Barnard for me. So uh, yeah. I'm going to go with. Uh, and I think as different... well that
0: that 163 that Barnard hit early in the season to really bat out time. And secure us a draw. It's that thing. Situational that cricket. That he, I think he has had a more more of a direct impact on results. I jobs. think you're right. So it's on. marginal. But look, man, it's good to be talking about um, three middle order batters who have scored a bucket load of runs, made ten contributions, and you've got to split hairs. Also, the point that Daz made earlier about the. Um, the Chiminder being a potential curse with Barnard
3: moving <laughs> oh yeah that's a good point <laughs>
0: factor that in yeah. <laughs> so, yes. give it to Barnard hope, hope he's rubbish for Warwickshire
3: great I mean, show, Pete
0: I mean you're an evil genius I'm so on board for that okay so we decide it's a decision the Chiminder Vars winner for 2022 on pair's player of the year Ed Barnard
3: yes well done Ed
1: so
0: Let's go, Ed, you've won the Chaminda Vars, one of the most prestigious trophies in all of cricket.
5: How do you feel, sir? Ah, very proud moment, I think. I think it's aptly named and one I'll cherish, it'll be on my mantelpiece somewhere. (laughs) If it's on your mantelpiece, something's gone
0: terribly wrong. (laughs) It's a good doorstop at best. Um, In all seriousness, though, you've had a hell of a year. You've been talking quite a while about wanting to bat higher up the order and you've really proved your worth
5: with a bat. What's happened? What's going on? Uh, I don't know, really. It's just confidence, I think, is a big thing. I think getting that that first 100 last year at Essex first game was massive for me. So it was a bit, I've said it a lot, there was a bit of a monkey on the back. Do you know what I mean? Having not got one and getting that gave me confidence I could go and do it. Being given the responsibility at six, I've really enjoyed. I've, like I say, I've always said I wanted to bat there. Um, and, yeah, I've worked hard the last couple of years in the winters with my nets, um, with Guido especially, and he's been really good for my batting. So, yeah, it's just hard work and... Bit of luck, and obviously, the pitches last couple of years bit have been a natu- be... natural talent as well. Come on, <laughs> but yeah, the pitches have been quite conducive the last couple of years yeah. to big scores as well, which has helped. But yeah, no, I'm really proud with how it's gone and really pleased with it. You know. Just one question for me How did Ball keep out that hat trick delivery yesterday? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, he <laughs> his head was somewhere near point.
1: At him. <laughs> I'm not sure
5: he managed to get that done. Yeah, it was strange it was one of those just hit the, hit the piles. Hopefully, he misses it, but no, he managed to get out it's brilliant, brilliant win. I was saying in the changes, it's probably one of the best performances we've had as a team, I think, in my time here at Worcester to play against such a good side and such good form as well to really dominate them over three days. So it's pretty special. Look,
0: I mean, we know you're naffing off at the end of the season. We won't talk about that. But um, what's it been like being part of the Worcestershire family? Because you've been here a long time now. I know you're from Shropshire. But yeah, you're, uh, part of the furniture, it's going, to be, it's going to be hard peeling those posters off the wall of your gorgeous <laughs> mush.
1: <mom.
5: laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... Uh... I'm very proud to represent this club. Uh, it's a great club, amazing traditions. Um, it's probably not going to sink in for a while, I don't think not playing here. It's going to be quite sad. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hugely proud to have played, like I say. Family, I feel like I'm really part of the furniture here and I'm still going to enjoy coming down here whenever yeah. I can. I'm probably still going to be living locally to start with. So uh, Yeah, hugely proud, like I say, when I grew up in the academy to have played one game, i was proud. So to have played seven, eight years like I have has been, been great for me. Well, look, go
0: well. Score a bucket load of runs, take plenty of wickets, just be rubbish against us, which is, is that alright?
5: i try Thanks, you're very kind. Cheers, Ed. Cheers, guys, really yeah. yeah. you. guys, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you very much, I well, well. really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, he's a good dude,
0: isn't he? He is a good dude. And I, mean, I mean, that's probably my favourite cricketer interview ever. I don't think any professional broadcaster said, You gorgeous mush. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, he's got beautiful eyes. It's the eyes. Yeah. I yeah, see, see it. it. I mean, Fergie, we, we see you do because you're like, oh, he's so handsome. When we met Fergie at the ground, he was going on about how handsome their bowlers, and I was like, I don't see it. You get up close. Mm. I mean, I wonder he scored so many runs. Bowlers must be running in mesmerised and just yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'll just I'll just bowl one underarm to don't him. Don't you tell Taylor Connell that because you think he's adorable. Anyway, actually, look, while we're on that, Fergie, we see you and we appreciate you. I want to throw out a little bit of love because we've had a lot of people saying hi on Twitter and getting involved. And we really, really appreciate it. And let's be honest, I'm not sure we would be here right now at <laughs> New Roads chatting to the players, because we don't normally do that, were it not. Stephen, man was on Twitter asking the club to Im- include the Chalinda Vars in the end of season awards. Be. As it should be. Yeah, I know, but we're idiots. Yeah. No one expected it to be a thing. So, m- man, we appreciate you, man, because that's ace. And there have been loads of people who have been kind of chirping up and saying stupid stuff on our behalf. Particularly enjoyed Tim Astley. I'm never going to give him up. So, yeah, anyway, look, we appreciate it, man, because uh, Jonah, Matt Daubs. Dor- man, he's never present. Good on him. Stag, you're new, but we like you. Um, Julian Keir, that's a strong name. Secret Pair, Secret Pear's been quiet. He's not I still think that's Pete. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. He got outed. That's well. what we've not heard from him, but there we are. Um, uh, Manta227... Mike, Adam, uh, Mike Andrews, Andrew Huntington, there's a whole bunch of people that have just been chucking things. Can I, I, can I just give my thanks to Dorbs as well because he saved me from embarrassment. I don't know if you two know this because I deleted it before you realised. We were having a little uh, spell where we hadn't put anything out on Twitter for a while. So there was a break in play and it was, play's going to resume. So I quote tweeted the club and put out, oh, still plenty of time for you to catch the latest episode of My Pair Guys. And he replied saying, that was yesterday's tweet.
1: <sighs>
0: so I quote tweeted the play due to resume from yesterday and he was kind enough to let me know but the good thing is you haven't mentioned it on the podcast and therefore no one's ever known no but I don't mind admitting my mistakes so it's fine right, I'd say we're bidding you off from the uh, Twitter <laughs> admin but then Daz has got to do it and <laughs> a late night drunk Daz tweet is not going to go well for us anyway look we, we see you and we appreciate you and thanks so much for listening to our nonsense I mean sometimes we make sense but it's very rarely hit and miss yeah. hit and miss anyway enough of that what, so what was also mentioned on Twitter, actually, like, don't... Why, give, why do the men's preview? What about the women's preview? Well, we've only gone and done that as oh, well, haven't we? Oh, yes, we have. We were trying to figure out what a clever and smart and um, witty name we could come up with. It didn't go very well, actually. We tried to do it as individuals. We tried to workshop it. It was rubbish. Yeah, what did we
3: have? We had a we had a
0: couple of... The closest, you came up with quite a
3: good one, but it was just a bit too... Yeah, I, I, I suggested the Chalice Pavley. That was my. Yeah, name. but it's Karis, isn't it? Yeah, but well, it's a it's but Charis,
0: yes, yeah, but it's 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 niche. And then what was the other one? About I remember. Sarah Glenn Turner Prize. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's quite cool. Sarah, Sarah Glenn Turner Prize, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. me and Dad were having a natter about this, Pete. And yeah. we decided to go a very different way.
3: So what Which we is thought, what you usually do. Um,
0: yeah, we decided like to do whatever Jim
3: said. Look, someone's got to <laughs> be in charge. I,
0: I, it's worrying that it's me. Um, but given the fact that we've gone on a bit of a journey with the women's team, and we've learned quite a lot over the past couple of years, and they've been on the pod a lot, and they're eight, and so we really appreciate them. And your mum's gone on a bit of a journey as well on what it's like to be a women's, uh, a member of Worcestershire Cricket Club as a woman and for many years. So what we've done is we decided to name the Women's Player of the Year after your mum. Oh, wow. So this is the Anne Cowley Trophy. Oh, and probably. we're going to present that to one of the players when we figure out who on earth it's going to be, Pete. Oh, amazing. Well, I will th- thank you both on her behalf, and I'm sure she'll burst into tears in front of you. <laughs> and then you can deal with the weeping mess that follows. Hey,
3: look, hopefully she'll remember the hamper now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did think of that, to be honest. Up your, uh, up your supplements, know? No, well, look, it seemed like the appropriate thing to do. So what we've got to figure out is who's going to be our women's player of the year. Um, okay. Um, look, I've taken the liberty. Here, here's what I think. I feel like, again, there's like a three-way dance for this, Yeah. yeah. and I think Flora Burtwhistle has taken a bucket load of wickets, Boycott has been averaging like 60, has been good with the ball as well, and just had a monster year, and I thought Georgie Macy just put a Worcestershire on a score of 50, yeah. so that feels like the shortlist for me, have yeah. we got any more runners and riders, what do we think? No, I think that's fine, I think... Macy was absolutely I mean, dominant in
3: the T20. You know, she, Hill, Hill's going to smash it <laughs> in for this. He'll, he'll yeah, well, I've seen the wrath of Hill already, so
0: <laughs>
3: your turn this time. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely
0: dominant in the T20. She said put a Worcestershire, sh- Worcestershire shirt on, scored a 50. Uh, leading run scorer this year because of that T20. Didn't feature as much in the second, which I think has probably done her out of the uh, being the inaugural winner. Yeah. But brilliant, brilliant campaign for her. Um, as you say, Berkeley still bucket over with nineteen wickets, and they're five for in the final. Yeah, I, th- I, I think if we, it's going to be an all-rounders sweep it for us. We're struggling
3: with, Do you reckon, uh, with I, I think you're probably right. I mean, I wrote down books was the first name I wrote down, um, and then Flora Berkeley just was sneaking in there towards the end. a again, she just kept. She kept yeah. coming. Kept I coming. think she's done yeah. a lot I think she's just come in a little bit. Two I, three, mean,
0: most, I think most availability. I think has sort of done her. A little bit but she's had a great I mean the thing the team have been brilliant it's it's been such a team performance because we've mentioned before whoever Chloe Hill throws the ball to somebody steps up yeah. and you know I mean it's difficult you have real um elite standard with Sarah Glenn and Emily Arlott and of course they're playing for Sparks play for England and that sort of thing um Ellie Anderson the youngster coming through who's been great just everybody who stepped up has made such a contribution and I, f- I feel like it's a race between Burt Whistle and Boyce, And Boyce has been yeah. ahead for a while, and Bert is getting closer and closer I and think, closer. I
3: think if the season finishes in October, Burt Whistle probably ends up nicking it.
0: I think it comes back to that situational um, cricket you said. Yeah. So Boykos' best bowling figures were in the T20 final. They picked up three for. 30 there was that moment where um, one of to... the openers was unavailable and was 16 not out, out. Yeah, 60, 60 yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. and then some of the partnerships with, with Millie home particularly in that, that massive defeat bit defeat uh, defeat of Warwickshire yeah um, good point I think that's a situational cricket has just tipped it in in her favour I reckon right well I I can't argue with that I mean it, it's so close, close. it's so close. close but um, so there we are ah, the inaugural winner of the Anne Cowley Trophy for the Women's Rapids Player of the Year is Boykes, Claire Boycott. Yeah.
1: So I suppose you better talk to her.
0: We spoke to you at the start of the season. This feels like kind of a cool bookend to things because we were celebrating the fact you had 200 games for the club. Now you've gone on one possibly the most prestigious award in cricket. You've won the Anne Cowley Honour Pair Player of the year, you must be utterly thrilled, right?
4: I think this is one of my greatest achievements <laughs> in my <whole> life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got a trophy and everything, but l- l- let's be honest about this. You've had a hell of a year.
4: It's been good. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty happy with myself, to be fair. Probably my best season in a Worcestershire, if I'm honest.
0: You've been incredible. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> that's no worries. Yeah. I mean, were you worried about this important accolade? Because, I mean, Flora Burtwhistle pushed you really close. We kind of felt like if the season carried on for another month, oh, it was going to be really tricky to pick between the two of you. But you just set your stall out early on and you just didn't let up.
4: <laughs> I guess, well, yeah, Flora's had a great season. Like She's one of my great mates. So I'm very chuffed for her to end up as the top wicket taker for the whole of the Midlands Cup. That was really good from her as well. So I'm chuffed to... Beat her, maybe just a little. It was very close, but yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, but
0: it feels sweet. So, just quickly then, what's been the highlight of the year? Because it's been there's been lots of highlights for you. Just the kind of personal milestones, big performances, stepping up, opening the batting, contributing with the ball. Was there a particular moment this season where you thought, yeah, that was special?
4: I think winning that T Twenty Cup back in May, that was just one of the perfect days in Worcestershire. I mean. We absolutely thrashed Shropshire, and then the final got a bit bit close to the staff, but getting that win was just like, oh, all the hard work we've put in over the winter has really paid off, so I was bloody chuffed with that one. <laughs> uh,
0: right, OK, well, we've talked to Boyce. That's legit. You can tell she's delighted. Why wouldn't she be? It's a big deal, right? Um, so just to round off things with the women's rapids, we'd better get front of the show Chloe Hill on to um, basically tell us why we got it wrong in the player of the year and didn't pick her. <laughs> Here's Chloe. Let's talk about this season because it's been brilliant. One trophy in the bag, another yep. final. You must be really yep. pleased with how it's gone.
4: Yeah, definitely. It's been probably more than what we expected for us the women for, for a long time really to, to actually top both the groups but then obviously lose the 50 overs in the final. I think that was a little bit gutting, but the top both groups, I think that's a big achievement from all season, really.
0: Well, we've talked about on the pod how whoever you throw the ball to, they make a difference. It's always this next person up mentality. And with that final, you lost to Wales. It's a side you beat comfortably previously, but you had, I mean, seven first teamers, essentially, unavailable to you. But these youngsters keep coming through, so that'll be a really valuable experience.
4: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was the first time I met three of them, I think, on the actual final day and um, to actually give two of them uh, the new ball at the had uh, the first and second over and they took it really well and did a job really. What more could you ask for?
0: What a performance with the ball actually. Flora Birtwistle who keeps taking wickets and then your mate Jess Humby. They would just they put the brakes on Wales and really turned it into a game because it looked like it could have gotten away from you a little bit.
4: Yeah, the way they were going in that first ten overs we thought we were probably on for a good 300 plus chase there but yeah, uh, yeah, the way Flora and Jess both come in, and Jess did 10 overs on the bounce, and I believe Flora did as well, both of them. They steady a good 20 overs between them and got that total back down to somewhere reasonable. Well, we should have chased it, really.
0: Um, they put the strangle on. It was close, um, but it represents yeah. a great year, and it won't be, a, won't be a wasted experience, particularly on those youngsters. Some of them are still at school, which is incredible. Uh, let's get to boycott. Now, I mean... We're in trouble, right? You didn't make the final three, Player of the Year, Chloe. So um, we're we're sorry. We don't want any trouble. It's not that we don't dig you. We do. And that's forever. But uh, Burt Whistle had such a good year. Macy scored a bucket load of runs, particularly at the start of the year. But um, the award for Player of the Year has gone to Claire Boycott because she set her stall out early and she didn't look back. Hasn't she had a great year?
4: Oh, she's had a fantastic year. A bat and ball. I mean, what more could you ask for for someone to excel with the bat and with the ball? That's literally the ideal cricketer you want, right there.
0: And what a teammate as well, because whatever she was asked to do, Boys, just open the batting. Uh, you're joking, right? No, in you go. <laughs> Have yourself a 50. Everything you asked her to do, she's stepped up. And that must be a dream as a skipper.
4: Oh, yeah, she's just literally, as I've stated before, she is Mrs. Reliable. Give her the bat, give her the ball, ask her to do a job, and she'll do it without any questions, really. Yeah, definitely the dream player to captain.
0: Well, look, it's been a brilliant year for Women's Rapids, um, but we're going to finish on a on a personal note for you. Because you've had a good yeah. year yourself, but it's finishing really strong. So you've gone out on loan to Southern Vipers, because it's closer yeah. to home for you, because this isn't your natural stomping ground, and you've been in the runs. Right. So the G S Bowl is now your new favourite place to bat, clearly.
4: Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, really good, enjoyed
0: it. So You've been <laughs> in the runs, and now you're playing a final at Lord's. That's got to feel good, right?
4: I know, I... So I knew a couple of weeks ago when we got in the position where we could get to the final, I think the last couple of games our eyes have just literally been set on. Win this game, win this game, let's get to Lords. And we got there, yeah. Can't wait to get there and play now.
0: Well, look, we wish you all the best. We'll be rooting for you. Um, you keep playing oh, the way you have you. been and that pot's yours. Um, oh, thank you. Just one last thing. Are we going to see you back at New Road next year?
4: In a Worcestershire, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, good. You are. that silence oh, had me worried. I thought she's leaving us. She's leaving us. We can't. No, I
4: was trying to think where you were getting me there. No, in a Worcestershire for sure. I'm definitely still playing Worcestershire. Um, but who knows where I'll be in the domestic game next year? Who knows?
0: It'll be good to have you back in a pair of shirt because it kind of feels like that's where you belong. Um, <laughs> and thanks for giving you time so generously this season because we really appreciated having you on.
4: No, that was great, thank you, and no, I appreciate it.
0: So, Chloe Hill, another really strong year with the Rapids, finishing really strongly with the Vibes as well, and uh, let's just hope she picks up another pot at the home of cricket, Hey, Fingers yep. crossed for uh, Um, Right then, lads, uh, I suppose to round off what has been a bumper episode, live cricket, men's cricketers, women's cricketers, awards... Uh, should we finish this sad comic display with the champagne moment? Yeah. Quite agree. Okay. I feel like this is going to be quite tricky. So, I don't even know where to start with. Who's
3: in the running? I mean, a double hundred from Libby. It's got to be Yeah, the right. I mean, Leicester's that is hundred from Libby. I've got a couple, of, a
0: couple of shouts. And I'm going to go off piece with the second one. But I think, I think you're going to be on board. Uh, so, the first one is Pollock going nuts at Merchant Taylor School. And just tonking it around the park, would yeah, be yeah. a fresh sex. He just decided to come out and hit everything for six, and it was hilarious. And that was a sticky wicket, wasn't it? And kind of thought, "Is this really?" Yeah, it was. but my champagne moment—you've mentioned it already in this episode—as our alley with the kids, when he walked off after that double hundred, that and amazing. went straight over to them, yeah. gear on, and took a photo. That nice. just encapsulates for me what our club. Is about, And I think that's that. That's the, the image that stayed with me for most of the year. Um, that is such a good shout. I didn't see it coming. Because it's not actually about cricket, but it's about the things that we really value about this cricket club. Well, I mean, the only thing... I mean, that's got all the feels. The only thing that I can think of that is going to match the feels... Because, look, we love this dude. Gareth Roderick had a tricky year last year. And people were brutal with it. I mean, we, we, to an extent, we were kind of like, you've got to drop him. We've got to drop him because he's not scoring any runs. And it's kind of tough. But he, we kind of knew that there was definitely a player there. Yeah. So for him to come back and be good, yeah. But it, because we saw his unselfish innings last year in the, in the one-day cup and when he Whatever he's asked to do, he does. And he gives it plenty. He doesn't take a backward step. And I really love that. He's a courageous cricket. You know I love the aggressive cricket line. And it's not about scoring a um runs and over. It's about the mentality and the attitude. Yeah. The big 100, the 172 not out, his highest score. And even when you watch him, the, when he took the catch for um, the first catch, Joe Clark here in this game.
3: Yeah, oh, the this players game. digging. Yeah. What a catch that was, by the way. Yeah.
0: So he's, he's surpassed with the gloves. Well, actually, we, he, well, we don't know. What we thought he was going to be with us, he's, he's better than we yep. thought he was going to be. And he has just provided quality contribution after quality contribution, topped up with that massive score yep. against De Morgan. Yep. And I, I was genuinely about bits, because I was out on cricket for a while, and I was fizzing on the WhatsApps about it. Mm. That brought me back in. Do you know what? You've you've won me over. I'm, I'm all for that. Rodders gets champagne moment what do you reckon what do you reckon Does
3: I think um, I mean I, I was going to make a suggestion but I think you've uh, you've absolutely nailed it a nail on the head can I just make one, one more honourable mention a... before I agree yeah Matt before man. I agree, yeah,
0: before yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, well, the moment that Dwayne Bravo ran out Brathwaite. absolutely together, <laughs> <Yeah. you? laughs> a little dance um, but... oh, let, let's be clear Dwayne Bravo didn't do much for our year did he I mean we won't delve into that because we're on a high right now but that was <laughs> that was hilarious, that <laughs> was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. Right. setting <laughs> him back to the pavilion with a knowing look and a point Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm all for Roderick. Have you got a, an honourable mention that, there, I Dustin?
3: mean, in all honesty, oh, I'll just show you, the, uh, show you my workings. Bravo running out of breath. As the, uh, <laughs> yeah. knows. Sure. Fair shake. So fair shakes. Well, <laughs> A small highlight in an otherwise disappointing white ball campaign. I think the only other so, highlight that was in that game was um, after about a 45-minute wait was when you two arrived with a beer.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, That's that a, took what was it? Eight overs to
3: get a beer. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's we've done that. We've done we've that. We've done that. We're that was having, a
1: highlight. Uh, that a squash, night. that was a highlight. <laughs> we're having a nice time. We may
0: well get a lunch out of this, boys. Oh. So on that note, I think we should probably hear funny. from our boy who got the champagne moment. Yeah, he's Gareth Lorick. Gareth, you've had a really, really good year. Finished really strongly. It must feel pretty good because. Coming to a club when COVID is happening and kind of resettling and everything else, it must feel good to feel set, feel settled. I take it that's been a big part in the uptick in fall.
2: Yeah, I think it's it's one of those ones. Where you come into a new dressing room, and although I've played against these guys for, for a long period of time, and a lot of them were kind of friends before I moved here, when you come into a new dressing room, you kind of want to make sure that you put performances in early. That warrants you being in the dressing room. Um, and then when I didn't do that for the first month... You, know, you kind of start keeping pressure on yourself, and all of a sudden you start changing things. You start searching. So it was, um, yeah, it was a difficult year last year, and really disappointing. Um, but yeah, the lads, the lads, and the coaching staff have, have, have really been awesome. It's a really tight a group of guys who you get really supported by. So a little bit annoyed it's taking this long if I'm being brutally honest um, uh, and still disappointed in that but yeah to, to, to finally to finally start putting in some performances that are worthy with uh, warranting your selection and, and you know this game helping helping contribute towards a win it's, um, that's what we're playing for and that's what I hope to be doing for the rest of my career well,
0: when we started this pod last year because of lockdown we got a message after about a week from um, uh, On The Back Foot which was a, a Gloss podcast and they said you've got a real player people we spoke to said, yeah he's legit that's why we, put, we thought we'll put our money where our mouth is. Now, it's not for us to say that we've helped the turnaround in form, but since we sponsored you, you're averaging 89 with the bat. Yeah, well. They I keep, mean,
2: all I say is keep sponsoring us. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: I mean, it's not because of us, but it's sort of. No, it isn't. Um, So, what's been the highlight for you then? Because in the past month, you you've basically been a on one-man highlight reel. I mean, the two catches to get rid of Joe Clark, which felt pretty good from our point of view, in this game, astonishing. Another hundred, the one seven two, lots of important contributions throughout the year. But is there a particular moment where that felt particularly special?
2: I think it's just, it's, it's just winning a game of cricket with your with your mates. I think you know putting in performances. Yeah, it's great in the, individually, but you know getting over the line. I feel like it's just as over the last three or four weeks. we've been, play, been playing really good cricket, and the weather's kind of been against us, so we haven't quite been, been able to go over the line. So, so I think this definitely a win against the division leaders at home. Um, two in a bit days uh, kind of a complete performance this is definitely a up because we've walked away with maximum points and we get to celebrate as a team yeah.
0: with a w. well that's it. I mean team is everything and you're the ultimate team player really because you'll play any format you've basically from three to eight done anything that's ever been asked of you uh, and what's the show sure of reaping the wars we're lucky to have you mate
2: no I think it's the, I think it's the other way around I think the patience that that the club and, and, the, and the boys are shown with me over the, over the last year and the beginning of this year as well. It's um, it's nice to start to hopefully repay that and hopefully I can repay that for a you know, good few years come. Good man. Well,
0: you've won our champagne moment of the season for that monstrous 172. So that's for you. Thank you very much. Drink responsibly or not. We don't care. Basically, yeah. the end of season vibes. I
2: might just put this on the chill and see if it gets open later today. Nice. Yeah, good <laughs> <man>. drink <laughs> it out to of the and stop that. <laughs> Thank you, lads. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All see you soon. Great stuff. Thank see you next season. Thanks, guys.
0: How about that, our boy Rodders? We thought we'd never get him. We got him, and we didn't have to. We didn't have to tie him down. And also, he wants to stay a part of the other pair family by saying to keep sponsoring. So uh, yeah, that's going to cost, cost us some money yeah. as well, isn't it? We've we've not thought this through. Yeah,
3: um, I mean, I mean, genuinely I mean, nice guy. Sorry, does. Just flip side of we've given Ned Barnard the the the, the, the chimney of ours as the curse. Who should we be sponsoring next year if our sponsorship is going to turn somebody's fortunes well, around? Maybe we on. should. Maybe a player should be paying us to sponsor. I think, I think they should be paying us, really. I mean, that's
0: not how a sponsorship works. No, it's not, is it? But, sponsor know. me on a pair podcast to sponsor you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, And then your score runs. Um used just said we've just had contact from Zach
0: Crawley. who wants to be sponsored next year. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good <laughs> shout. Um, uh, but look, look, as you say, uh, rollers he's a really good dude. Really lovely bloke. And um, ultimate team player. Proper professional. And look, I feel kind of weird right now. Because... He'll boycott Barnard and Roderick on the same podcast as well as us. I mean, we've spoilt your pairs, fans. I mean, we've gone big. I don't know if we can ever come back from this. I think we've we've zenith. Yeah. We're, we're at the very apex of what we're capable of. It's all downhill from here. I yeah. know, mate. <laughs> It'll all come crashing down in the end of year quiz. Yeah. Well, look, there's a question do we even bother with a, an October episode? I don't think we need it, do we? I, I'd like to do another go at the quiz because we've got some uh, score to settle, and also Daz has done nothing this year, so it gives him some outfit <laughs> points. Good point. Okay, so I mean, consider this, pairs fans, the um, end of season wrap There is a game to go, but. Eh. So um, travel well, get to the last game of the season if you can, and it looks like we'll be seeing you again for the big pear shaped quiz of the year at Crimbo. Take care, big love. Peace. see ya. I don't want the door. Yeah, but my Daz, if it's okay
3: with you, can we do watch? Is that alright? No. no, 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 I've just spotted, <laughs> I've just spotted some previous biscuits in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Fairness Wills. Butterscotch Crunch. <laughs> Double chocolate cookies. What do you want, Jim? Okay, so this was the one that you bought your a house